Welcome to The Blend. Good evening, good people. Hopefully the day has settled for you. We're going to get right to it and jump right back into this thing and continue with part two of Stay Focused. Let's get it. The, the most the most dangerous thing to me right now is when people speak in terms of left and right mm-hmm. or Democrat and Republican. Not human to human, right? Because you're taking the human part out of it. Out mm-hmm. of it. When you speak on somebody determined by which way they sit in the aisle. Right. Or you speak on some... I didn't ask you to watch. Mm-hmm. Or, or that's the, that's oh, the there you right go. There. Yeah, it, sure. it hurt me. Nah. Ain't nobody said, hey, Google. Listen. And now you just said it. Where'd it go? Well. Thanks. She talking regardless. Anyway. So you see what or, I'm saying? Or, or, you, or you isolate somebody by what their normal voting stance would be. Mm-hmm. You know, it dehumanizes people. Mm-hmm. And it's a hate that both sides have right now that is very... Very dangerous. Yeah. Um, the the fellow that got impeached put out a deal on Instagram that said, "Oh, they weren't after me. They were after you." To all my followers out there, they were after you. Propaganda. I'm like, whoa, dude, you're fear. you're really out here stoking the flame. I'd be locked up for inciting a riot. Correct. Right. That's exactly what that was. And I'm like, whoa, fellow, like that's dangerous. Right. So it's like, again, we have to get off of this left, right, Republican, Democrat, get to know people as who they are. Right. Because for me personally, I don't identify as none of that shit. To piggyback on that. Yeah. The whole thing, concept of civil war, I do think in the 2020s, and I always thought this, and the more and more we start, I start getting older, the more and more you start seeing as you get older, Mm -hmm. the more and more it starts to seem like there is an intentional mission there's a there's an intentional mission to stupefy and dumb down dumb down america itself Ab- like absolutely. this this landmass right here that we absolutely. live on compared I, to everywhere I, else that's going on in the world food and shit you know what i'm saying like education lasts food is horrible we got constant propaganda the worst kind of like fast food consistencies in neighborhoods as far as how separated we are in this it's the most peak diversity, but people are lives completely separated in close quarters. In close, how, like, how do you do, like, the most diverse country, right, where, where people come here and do all these things, and then we put them all in one pot, and then we tell them niggas to, okay, well, we're going to make different laws for you, we're going to treat y'all different, and all y'all niggas got to live next to each other. And now, as we get further into the future, you basically... You basically making these every every sector a little bit more angry, and you expect shit to be Man. civil. You 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 expect shit to continue to be civil with right. my generation. How reckless we are, and how we really go out here crazy like that. Right, but are y'all really reckless? Are y'all really reckless? I think so because you got You got you dealing with kids that's on different drugs, that, that on some different kind of drugs. But are right you now. reckless, or are you a product of what you have been handed? I think you're a product of your environment. I think the environment is shit. What's the difference between being a product of what you've been handed who and handed being who? a product Are of you your environment? Family handed or like or just family, just, or just society, whatever. What's the difference of being a product of what you've been handed and a product of your environment? What's the difference between those two those two premises? If I hand you if somebody if somebody hands you something, you can go in another direction. If I'm Correct. in an environment 
You're it's everywhere. You're in. You know what I'm saying? You, okay. You know, why do you think it's so many school shootings going? Why do you think it's so easy for they go get a strap from? Same a, question that they, the black community was asking about the of asking in the crack epidemic. But it's different. It's different. Right the same now. questions, but These the, questions. the answers are different. This is completely. People different. are getting guns from home now. Why they're are not, the they're not finding them being but, left in But crates. why are the questions the same? You said the questions are the same, but the answers are different. Why are the questions the same? Because we're talking. He's talking about an entire society. You're talking about a marginalized group. Que question questions are the same because people. Thank people, you. No, no question. Questions are the same. I'll tell you why society uses, tends to use the same questions, but it's not right. really the same question. It's just right. no different when if you hear. If you hear a new rapper and you never heard a rapper sound like that, the only thing that you can do is compare it to somebody that already existed. Come on. You understand what I'm saying? Come on, so you man. use the same questions for something that you're not really familiar with because that's the only thing that you know. You don't only that's the only way you can question that, right? It's the only way you can form a sin. You can't form new words. You just be like, I'm gonna just use some shit that I know. Like this nigga sound like the new Kendrick. And hey. then he end up making a name for himself, and then then that's the new question for the next society. But you can't depend on you. You know what I mean? Like you so can't that's that why up. the questions are the same. So. It's gonna be a lot of shit going on internally, right? Right. I, I think this so. past decade that happened, mm -hmm. the whole mental health thing that came out to be able to you nah, know put that to the line. It's gonna be a positive to you know go yes. into the twenty twenties with that. But yep. I think with all of that, ironically, legalizing pot. Yeah. Oh, that's. I mean, yeah. Obviously, legalizing that for your generation. For our generation. Mm -hmm. Um. But from the shit that I pay attention to. Correct. Propaganda is already setting up the enemy. History has been it's distorted been by yeah. the various scribes that yeah. had the history wrong. Right. Which is why we are conditioned. It's just this and, 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 and why we prescribe and why our parents have prescribed to a bunch of malarkey that does not align she with our malarkey. original history, right. which is why I'm so passionate about why isn't understanding your original language? Why isn't understanding this original this or this original because that? Why isn't that important? Why is it always they, a laughing matter? Though? Right, and it's they, the the powers that be, and this is this is a good point because you actually bring in a good you actually bring in some. With technology going into it, whether it's 2019, 2020, into the future, any generation, anytime there is a medium change, like the main medium changes, whether it be the cell phone, Instagram, internet, whatever mm -hmm. happens, a lot of shift in a, like history and a lot of, you know, things start to change, right? Like when the niggas started first, think about this, when, when, when mass production of print, of books, first happened, mm -hmm. what was the first thing that niggas started printing? Bibles, right? Because that was the one thing that they knew. The medium. The niggas who control the new fresh medium, right? They The first thing they do is something that is of incredible influence with that medium. In, immediately when the medium is and very personal effective. benefit. And personal benefit. I mean, somebody asked, I, I read an article, and somebody said, well, when was porn first started? And the answer was, when was the first camera invented? Exactly. I mean, it's, it's always going to be the personal benefit. Yep. Always. But... Back to yeah, back to the deal. This we went, huge, we to, huge, yeah. huge loss technology. of jobs due to technology. That's technology too, mediums. But yeah, go ahead. Again, that is something that we're not going to be able to hand walk our children through, and so that's why I say that's a change that they will have to personally adapt to, and that's a change that they will personally be able to get through, and they will be able to usher their kids through. But there's going to be a disconnect, in my opinion.
So let me ask you this. If we are if we are charged and we are as parents, you're not a parent yet, but you and I, Pete, as parents, we are charged to navigate our children through the unknown based on our relationship to the one we feel, if we feel, uh, they hold the the truths of the future, whether that's through faith, all knowing, whatever you want to call it. Right. Mm -hmm. If we are charged to prepare them to the best of our ability, knowing that, what is the best way we can prepare them? I don't know because I'm not prepared. All I can do is be there for mm -hmm. my kids. All I can do is, again, educate myself as these things come about. Mm -hmm. But to say that I have a plan today on what's going to happen 10 to 15 years from now, I know the inevitable, but I don't know where I'm going to sit 10 to 15 years from now if I even be here. Mm -hmm. So, again, as I'm walking through this, I'm educating myself. That's why I'm talking about this right now. Mm -hmm. So, as I'm walking through this, I'm educating myself. But that's really the best that I can do is to be in the know, stay up on things, watch the current market trends, and be ready. Exactly. So that I can help my kid the best way that I can. But with that, again, I mean, you have, let's take it back to slavery. You have parents that were slaves that gave birth to little bitty kids. Slavery was abolished. And now this kid is free. And you have a parent that still has a slave mentality that says, hey, I'm going to be a sharecropper. Why are you going to be a sharecropper? I ain't got nothing. I've been working for the last 20 years and I have nothing. Mm -hmm. But this nice man was nice enough to let me stay on this land. And for 25 cents a day, he's going to let me pick all the sugar cane that I want <laughs> and cotton. And I can stay in this house that I've been staying in. I just can't get beat anymore. But what happens, quote, when, you, but what happens when you know better? You do better. So then what do you so, tell your children? So again, the child has is an opportunity to what? Do better. Because it's a complete disconnect from the parent that has been a slave all their life to the child that was born into freedom. There's a disconnect. Okay. And so that's the same disconnect that I'm talking about when I say you're dealing with people who have worked all their lives. Mm -hmm. They watch their parents work all their lives. And these children are going to be born or grow up or go to school and finish school and be jobless. There is a strong disconnect that even we're not going to be able to understand. Mm -hmm. We can help and we can try, but we're not going to be able to understand. Understand. So here's here's what I say to that. To the fact that I know that I need to teach my children what I know better on. Right? Mm -hmm. What I know better is this. Right? What I know better is to, to say to my kids, hey, here's how I was raised. What I know better is to say, here's how my parents raised me because this is what they knew. What I know better is to say, hey, kids, here's what I would like to see you do differently based on what my parents knew, whether it's conditioning or what they felt this is all they had. Or here's what I feel like I would like to see you do better than even what I did based on what I knew at the time and what I know right now. Is that, hey, I need you to be multifaceted in the lanes of professionalism, in the hands, in the lanes of trade, in the lanes of knowing how to construct, develop, and run your own business. Whether the, the robotics are there, whether the artificial intelligence is there or not, I need you to think, construct, 
innovate different ways in which you can be competitive at all times, no matter what. And if that is the very best you can do, if you've done all you can do in those areas, I need you to stand and have faith. That's what I can do for my kids. Because you're right. I can't control everything else after that. But I know what I didn't know when I was their age. And that's what I can tell them. Hey, here's what I would have done differently. I pray, I hope that you do differently based on these resources that I'm giving you and based on the resource, resources that I think you have access to now that maybe I didn't even have. Mm. That's what I would give to my kids all day long. And maybe that don't look like going to a four-year college. Maybe that look like getting a trade and making money. Right, Go get that money right now. That's assuming that the narrative Assuming is not, that, exactly. And I was about to say that. Exactly. And, and, and that's speaking on today because our parents did the same thing, right? No. Nah. Everybody okay, well, I can't say ours. My parents told me to go to school, get good grades. When you graduate from high school, you need to go to college mm -hmm. and get you a good job doing something and get married and yada, yada, yada. The best thing I got out of college was you. Yeah, my parents told me, do what makes you happy. <laughs> Straight up, I'm yeah. being honest. They but, didn't but that's say, what I'm saying. They didn't say, here's what, here's what it needs to look like because this is what it should look like. My dad said, do what is right, do what is just, do what is fair. You will hear me say that often. My mom said, hey, do what you do what makes you happy and do it what you love. And it might not look like what I had to do. They've always told me that. I try to perpetuate that in my children. How do we know what you know is going to lead us into where we're going to be? You don't. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. You so don't. it's certain things that, you know, uh, like Devin Adu says, everybody has elders and you should respect them, mm -hmm. but you can't, can't let them put their hand, hands on your life like a remote control have you traveling down the same bumpy tour road. And I'm not saying that we should not listen to our elders. I'm not saying that we should not give information to our kids. But what I'm saying is with the upcoming disconnect that is about to happen, again, it's going to be on a day-to-day -day basis that you're going to have a group of people, and it happens every probably maybe 75 years to 100 years where you have a group of people who truly have to figure it out on their own. I'm not saying they don't have a support system mm -hmm. or people that don't love them and care for them. But the things that they're going to be up against are going to be completely different. I mean, you said, hey, I'm going to teach my kids to be business owners. I'm going to teach my kids to be this. Again, all of that might be out the window. And I'm not saying that not having jobs is a bad thing. Because, I mean, when you when you read about these, uh, the future and the utopian society where everything is automated, the whole point of utopian society is, guess what? You can travel the world and do what you want to do because nobody has to work. It frees the human. Yeah. It frees the human up completely. So, again, being a business owner might not be the best thing. But I, I said I would teach them what that looked like, what that could look like. Not that that is the way. I'm not saying that it's the way. Yeah. I, I said I would teach them that that is an option. When I grew up, right. I hardly heard about entrepreneurship. Actually... I never heard about it until I got it. until I got into college. I saw it, but it was never talked about. I saw it because it was a way of life in my grandfather. Right. He didn't say, "Oh, I did this because right. I knew the I knew the white man or the the oppressor wasn't gonna give this to me, so I went out and got it." He right. didn't have to talk about it. He did it. Like he didn't just go up to my pops and say, "Go get a weld." And yeah, he didn't have to talk about this. Is why I did what I did. He just did it. He was about. He, I, yeah. I observed through action. Right. It wasn't a discussion that was needed. It was just like, well, you know how to do masonry work, so I don't think you need permission. 
Well, that's to because, go do that, it's a need. So build a business around the need. But the crazy thing was back then, it was a way of life, right? Now it's like the cool, it's the hot shit, right? Right. Oh, you got your own business? Most people who don't live in the city, guess what? They're some kind of a contractor. They have their own businesses. It's the city people that go to these corporate farms and slave all day. Most people who live out in the middle of the country with these big-ass John Deere tractors, they work for themselves. They don't work for other companies. So the we have... wasn't built to be an employee. All right. Hopefully you all have enjoyed that episode. A lot of good nuggets, a lot of good conversation. Next week, we'll be back at it with Pete. Um, of course, we had this pre-recorded, so I thought it was interesting that a lot of what we saw to come to pass um, the early part of this new year, we actually chopped it up about pre-New Year's, but it gives us a good platform for our upcoming segments, which we are very excited about. Uh, you know, one of the goals of the blend is to always make sure that we chop it up with like minds and really just share some knowledge experiences that others can glean from no matter what age you are so we're going to do something a little bit different in the coming episodes and make sure that we capture a lot of the things that you have uh, been enjoying since we did season one and then now in season two uh, things like you know the messages in the music you hear us make a lot of musical references especially hip-hop we're going to have a segment dedicated to that also the literary we make a lot of references to maybe some articles that we've uh, read or some passages in books um, we're going to make sure that we highlight that segment and then of course we always are going to chop it up on the work-life blend so thank you for tuning in we will be back at it next week me and pete had a great couple of weeks of celebrations within our respective sorority and fraternity and and uh, we're going to get back in this thing. Y'all have a good night. We'll see you next week.